Boy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. All right, second hour of the show begins right now. Quick update, Daniel Gossett. Now through the second inning, Oakland a 4-2 lead. He did give up two home runs in the bottom of the second. First one to uh, Marcel Ozuna. Ouch. And the second one to Tyler Moore. I know about Ozuna. I I don't know anything about Tyler Moore. But still, he's got a two-run lead, and uh, we'll see what happens for uh, Goose in his Major League debut. Uh, also, as we, we uh, went out to that last break, Alex Eubanks was selected in the 14th round of the Major League Baseball draft uh, to the Texas Rangers. Uh, Eubanks, I, I would think, best served by returning. He gave up too many home runs last year, but uh, he's got the stuff, I, I, I think, you know, maybe just with a couple of, of modifications. But then again, it's hard to forecast where you could end up later on so he, too, has a decision to make. And that's something I think that that impacts Clemson baseball tremendously uh, if you lose Eubanks, Pender, and uh, obviously what we saw with Charlie Barnes yesterday being selected the number one pick in the fourth round. Yeah, you're you're down in those rounds now where, like, slotted money, really not even a thing. You're, you don't, you don't really know what you're going to, what you're going to sign, what you would sign for or anything like that. Um 14th, 15th, 16th round, that's where some of these guys are drafted out of high school and they decided to come to college. So it, it would only stand to reason that you you come back, um, you know, come back for, for another year where you could be more of a focal point of that pitching staff too and improve your stock because it's probably not going to go down much. You certainly right. have a whole lot more to gain than to lose, right? I think so. There's so many different angles you could take when examining that. And what you should do. Someone just got drafted from the Mennonite Educational Institute. Oh, shut your mouth right now. <laughs> yeah. I saw somebody drafted from, from like Anchorage High School yesterday. In Alaska? Yeah. The only athlete I've ever heard about from Alaska, I believe, is Trajan Langdon, who never missed a field goal playing in Little John Coliseum for Duke. Remember him? Oh, that yeah. That guy, he just come in the Alaskan assassin. He would come in. He wouldn't miss a shot. Uh, Carolina's had a couple of players like that as well. North Carolina, where they they bring there's in always guys. one. There, there's always one. It's like they, I, I don't know. It's like they see orange in the stands and they just they're they're on fire. They're in fuego the second they step foot off the bus. Find the bench player for UNC. That find their sixth man, and you're almost guaranteed he's going to have a career night. Yeah, yeah. No, I career agree. points for uh, such and such off the bench get to this article, which I find interesting. We're going to continue to talk some college football. Good stuff there on Bob Stoops, and, and people are interested in him. I, It's one of the reasons I kind of wanted to start today with him when I saw that interview with Lincoln Riley. He is not polarizing, but we just equate so much success with what he did at OU, 10 conference championships plus a national title. And he won that national championship in just his second season after arriving from Florida. He's kind of an interesting dude. Kind of an interesting guy. So I, I was pleased, pleased with some of the feedback we had there. And I want to continue some college football here. In an article that came out by the Associated Press late last week, college football fan base is most cool with their coach. 
And there's a couple of surprises on here. One that we talked about yesterday, another obviously that is very familiar to anybody that's listening to this show and some others that maybe we would not think about. So when we think about fan bases that are cool with their coaches, I'm thinking about generally younger coaches, guys that have been successful, coaches that maybe have a little moxie, a little pizzazz, a little personality, a little cachet, right? You got to have that to be included on this list of the top six. Certainly. Yes. Yes, certainly. I have not seen this list, but I, I think I could come up with six. G- give, me, give me one outside of Dabo that you think would be on here. Uh, we talked about um, we talked about Gundy yesterday. Yes. I think he's on that list. He is number six on this list. Cowboy fans would love for Mike Gundy to beat OU more often. He's only 2-9 and nine against the Sooners. Other than that, there's not much to compl- complain about in Stillwater. Gundy, the former Cowboys quarterback, Oklahoma native, has a 68 winning percentage. He's won 68% of his game since taking over back in 05. By comparison, Jimmy Johnson coached there. I forgot about that. Les Miles did too. Those two coaches combined for just a 54% winning percentage in 106 total games at Oklahoma State. Plus, who doesn't trust a guy with a mullet, which is what we stipulated yesterday as well. Exactly. It's it's uh, The mullet is what makes him. Okay, let, let, you just, let me just guess some of these. Dabo's on the list. Dabo's on the list. I mean, that, Shut your mouth. There's yeah, a, we'll get uh, to him in a second. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert, Jimbo Fisher is on the list. Jimbo is not. Jimbo is not on the list. He was part of the six more that didn't quite make the cut. They say about Florida State's Jimbo Fisher, he can claim the spot right behind Saban and Meyer in any ranking of active head coaches, and Seminole fans are quick to make that case. Is he as warm and fuzzy as some of these other guys we're getting ready to tell you? Like Gundy, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. He's got the mullet. I think he is. Is he? I mean, he talks a lot, and he talks really fast. But is he that guy that you're drawn to if you're Seminole Ted who listens to the show? I I, I don't know. See, I think he is. Now, I don't don't have a ton to base that off of, but I I think he is loved and embraced by his fan base. Most definitely, I would – to, to be honest with you, he would be one of the first two or three names I would okay. I would mention. If there's a Florida State fan listening, I would be curious if you agree with upper management assessment here. I don't and, know. And that is just an outsider's impression, so I may be wrong. Now, tell me this. Is a Nick Saban on the list? I, I mean, what, what exactly? This, I guess I need to uh, back he, up he and, is and not. think about Okay, He is not. All right, then, then the direction of this list is perhaps a little different than what I was thinking. But I still think Jimbo Fisher is on the list. Think about the headline, and I think this makes it make more sense. College football fan base is most cool with their coach. Most cool with their coach. Okay. Is Nick Saban really cool? No. I mean, he's really successful. But And I think away from football, and I'm, I'm kind of motioning like Saban does all of a sudden with my hand gestures, you know, where he's like everything, he's almost like Bob Dole talking or something. He, he's not cool, but he's really good. So I'm thinking more in terms of a successful coach that you'd want to invite over for a cookout kind, kind of a guy. like A is, successful is, coach you want to grill some steaks and have a drink with. Yeah. Who doesn't suck at what he does? Okay, maybe that's a that's a better way to frame the headline. Okay, that's just not a despicable human being. Right, 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 right. 
So Nick Saban and Urban Meyer are on, are on this list. And I, I can see Urban being cool. And I think Saban, the more I hear about Saban outside of Bryant-Denny, uh-huh. the more I could see how in, in just a casual setting he could be a cool customer. Right, I, I, yeah. can, I can, can. Can you see that? But I can I see can. how the average fan wouldn't wouldn't see that necessarily. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, so for me, I've got Mike Gundy, I got Dabo, I got Jimbo. Um, the next, who else would come to mind? Think hmm. cool. Think think popularity contest. Text line says Mike Leach all day. No, I, I, I Leach is is unique and uniquely cool but I, I, he's not a part of this list that, that's an interesting guess and one i won't completely dismiss but no um, see if you can come up with one more. Oh, oh harbaugh he's on the jim second harbaugh. six really wolverine fans are all in with jim harbaugh but two years is still the honeymoon phase so they kind of disqualified him because he's so new okay the second six florida state's jimbo fisher washington's chris peterson Playoff appearance in Chris Peterson's third season confirmed what we all expected. He's a perfect fit for the Huskies. Michigan's Jim Harbaugh, still in the honeymoon phase. Duke's David Cutcliffe, who's at least made the Blue Devils football relevant. Ohio's Frank Solich. After 12 seasons, the former Nebraska head man is pretty much the Bobcats coach for life. I don't know. And then Old Dominion, Bobby Wilder. Because there was literally no Old Dominion football coach before he helped restart the program back in 2009. Uh, the last two, to me, are kind of semi-irrelevant that, that nobody really cares a ton about. Oh, I got one for you. Who? Your boy, Larry Fedora. No, no, I, no. <laughs> no. That guy screams awkward. I talked to a coach. I, I said that tongue in cheek. Right, right. But I, I, I talked with a coach that used to coach for him uh-huh. about a year ago. And we just kind of sat down, and I, I just I, I love asking questions like this that are, are so simplistic, but yet you know I'm I'm just digging for something. I, I just looked at him and I said, "Who is Larry Fedora? You know who who is this guy? I think that's what I said. I said who who is that guy? For a guy that coached with him for a while, and he described to me exactly what I thought he was." And who he is is an individual that has interests outside of football. He He's not this crazy, uh-huh. gung-ho, football, gridiron dude that a lot of coaches are. Like, Dabo's like that. I mean, Dabo's got stuff outside of football, but I, he is ingrained in it, right? His friends are football friends. Mm-hmm. Fedora's aren't. He's kind of this eccentric different dude that yeah. that puts football in perspective. Now, he's won, and he's won wearing the baby blue, and it's worked out there very well, I, I think, so far. And I think he'll continue to do well. They may st- have a step back or two this year, especially if Brandon Harris is going to be the quarterback. Woo. But he's good there, and I think that's a good fit there. But he's a guy that kind of marches to the beat of a different drummer, and 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 his close friends are outside of the sport. If that tells you, does that tell you anything there? Does that paint the picture? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Before we go to the phone, let me give you one that give you one that I'm proud of that I came up with. I think this guy's going to be on the list. Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. I hate you, and you're 100 percent correct. Yes. 
See, he's young number guy, five. Young guy, yes. alum of the school, right? Loved, loved by his fan base. I'll tell you what they say about that in just a second. We'll go back to the Northland Communication phone lines. Mike and Anderson. Hey, Mike. Hey, Roy. Good, uh, good to hear your voice. Uh, thank you for taking my call. He's not a college coach anymore, but he used to be. How about putting Pete Carroll on that list? Pete well, Carroll with the Seahawks. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a very cool fellow, I think. I read a uh, an article in Sports Illustrated, I think, last year, and some writer had polled uh, former players, current players, blah, 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 about the most likable coaches in, uh, in pro football, and they also posed the question, as you did, if you didn't work with the guy, what coach would you like to have over, go out for a brewski or go out for dinner or whatever? And Pete Carroll was like at the top of the list, I think. But uh, baseball, you were talking about baseball earlier. Do you read the Greenville News, Roy? Uh, do you ever read it? I do not. Okay. There is an article, and I don't know if you're a Tim Tebow fan or not. I think you are based on some things I've heard you say, but it could be wrong. There's an article in the Greenville News today about Tim Tebow, and then day before yesterday there was another article about how attendance at all the parks he travels to uh, is just through the roof more than it is when he's not there. And I'm talking like 70 or 80 percent. There was one uh, program or team in Georgia, I think, was like 94 percent better attendance than when Tim Tebow was not there. But uh, there, the article in today's paper talks about how Tim Tebow faces adversity and how he handles it. And it's talking about how he has to languish in the in the uh, single-A organizations and ride a bus instead of a plane and what he used to do. And uh, I'd hope you'd read it, but I'd like to know, Tim Tebow made over $7 million last year with endorsements and such. How does a guy that's lived the life he's lived and makes over $7 million, how does how is there adversity in your life? And if you can talk about that, I'd enjoy it. And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks a lot. I don't know how easy it would be to be a multimillionaire to have won the Heisman Trophy in a national championship and then to have to ride a bus and stay at the local Fairfield Inn in Macon, Georgia. I, I mean, that would be kind of a humbling experience. Mm-hmm. And so I, the adverse part would be the adversity, I would think. You were the superstar in college. You get to the NFL. You had six brilliant weeks with the Denver Broncos, including a comeback win against the Steelers in overtime in the playoffs and a walk-off win, essentially. You weren't that great during that run, but you made it work. And then nobody wants you after that. That's probably a hard dose of cold reality smacking you right in your grill to understand that it's probably never going to work out for you in the National Football League. That's adversity. And then to say, I want to play baseball, to have the world poke fun at you, to question your logic and your decision-making. When you're a successful broadcaster for the SEC Network, and I think he does a pretty good job on television, he's got a long career waiting for him there. And again, instead of doing that and focusing on that, you are riding a bus eight hours across the Deep South 
staying in crappy hotels, and just trying to make it work as a career. I, I could see that being facing consistent adversity. I could see that. And and just for those that don't that don't know, he he played in Greenville last night, which is why that article article is in the paper. Right. Um, not only, I mean, not only the not only what he's done on on the field. I mean, guy got criticized for being a Christian. Yeah, got criticized for being a virgin. I I, I mean, got criticized for taking a knee and and praying. You know, in in a game. Um, I mean, every never really done anything to to tick anybody off yet. He's been criticized a great deal. You know, and part of that was because. I mean, in my opinion, it started because he he was drafted, and most people thought that was a joke. And he did have a few good games there, but but I mean, everybody knew he wasn't an NFL quarterback, right? And that that sort of started it. But uh, yeah, you you talk about you talk about college guys that were as good as anybody to play the game. Though, I mean, he's a good college player that's ever played, in my opinion. Yeah. Strictly looking at his at at college, he was a big time winner, and he produced in different ways when you needed that production running that offense at Florida. I believe he was a backup when they won one title and was the starter when they won another one. And remember, he had the uh, the famous speech halfway through the season after a loss. You know, it was on him. He wasn't going to let his team lose again, and they didn't. They that, went on to win the SEC championship. That first one, uh, I get Leak was the the starter, and right. he you know he was there. Their goal line quarterback. He'd do the jump pass down there. Unheard of, but yeah, he's a goal line quarterback. End of three down in Miami, tied at four as Gossett has given up four runs in a rough bottom of the third inning as they head to the top of the fourth. Uh, Daniel Gossett making his debut there for the Oakland Athletics, former second-round draft pick, and, of course, the uh, former Clemson standout. We'll get back to this list coming up. I think Tim Tebow has faced adversity. I've followed what he has done in Columbia. I, I know the play-by-play broadcaster down there, Kevin Fitzgerald, who also works for ESPN, a, a young guy, does a really good job. And following him on Twitter, there's there's a lot of what Mike was talking about, where there is so much interest in what he brings. And honestly, it's great for minor league baseball. It's fantastic for minor league baseball. It's fantastic for Greenville and for Floor Field and for all the goodies over there to have a player like that there because people want to see what he's going to do. Uh, you haven't had this kind of interest since Michael Jordan played minor league baseball for all those seasons. And I think there's enough there, as bad as the Mets are this year, that at some point he probably gets the call up. He probably does, just to see. Right? He probably gets the call up. You imagine the fanfare up in uh, in uh, Flushing when once, they uh, deliver him to City Field at some point? Once, uh, if and when the Mets are completely out of it, yeah, perhaps. They don't. They don't do that. I don't know. He's playing really well, though. He's not bad. He's not bad. I, he doesn't have a major league swing, but he's better than Jordan was. Put it to you that way. Daniel Shirley joins us in about 15 minutes. We've got more college football conversations coming up. Stay tuned. The next great basketball player could be in your household. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp is back with a chance for your boy to learn how to be a great player. The day camp is for rising 2nd through 4th graders. The overnight and commuting camp is for rising 4th through 12th graders. It's an experience they won't forget. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp at the beautiful Little John Coliseum is June 18th through 21st. So get registered today online at abcsportscamps.com slash ClemsonMBB.
King Pallet Company in Liberty is hiring first shift laborers at $82.50 a day. Great pay at $82.50 per day. King Pallet Company, 843-2448. That's 843-2448. In life, finding quality in anything can sometimes be difficult. Custom Collision would like for you to know that there are still a few places out there where quality matters. You can rest assured that at Custom Collision, not only will you be impressed with the quality of the finished product, but you will experience the quality of service that is unmatched. From taking care of your rental to handling the insurance, Custom Collision is there for you. Custom Collision, when quality counts. 231-6900 or online at customcollisioninc.com. Have you been in search for that perfect job opportunity? Well, look no further because Carolina Heating Service is currently looking for individuals to expand their team. Locally owned and operated for over 35 years, we specialize in generators, electrical services, residential light, commercial HVAC sales, service and installation, as well as geothermal systems. Top professional opportunities available anywhere from electricians, installers, service technicians, management, and customer service reps. Worried about benefits? Carolina Heating Service has you covered. Enjoy paid holidays and vacation days, a 401k, training programs, major insurance and full-time year-round stable work, as well as overtime opportunity. Basic qualifications include a drug test, background check and physical, as well as a valid driver's license. Other qualifications are subject to position applying for. The search could be over for you soon. Make that career leap. Apply now at carolinaheating.com and join our award-winning team. Hey, this is Joseph from Local Q, inviting you to come try our famous house smoke wings. Tossed in our signature barbecue rub, these wings are sure to leave an impression. Pick between any of our 10 sauces, including a blueberry chipotle barbecue, coconut curry, and inferno for the daring. We also offer great lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Visit us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7, or online at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. As a business, you want a clean facility for your customers, your staff, and your guests. Turn to the best in the industry, Jan Pro. You are hiring a company whose staff is certified, not just trained. They're insured and bonded, and they go through an intense five-week certification program. They're local business owners growing the local economy, and they can do more than just cleaning. You'll be more than satisfied with the Jan Pro team on your team. You'll be amazed. Call Jan Pro today at 458-3053. Human Technologies Incorporated can save your company time and money. How? They'll create a custom solution for your company's need. Organizational? Yes. Manufacturing? Absolutely. Employment? You bet. They can help you find new team members or launch and manage a startup. They'll help train and build your team. Human Technologies Incorporated is ready to hit the ground running for you. Let HTI bring the solutions to your problems. Visit any of our upstate offices in Seneca, Malden, Anderson, and Spartanburg or log on to htijobs.com. You know Joe's New York Pizza is all about the sauce because I've told you so. Here's the thing, people. They have outrageous wings as well. They're not fried. And if you're up to the task, you can even get them with Cajun Asian sauce. Their meatballs and marinara come with their famous garlic knots. And remember, if you have certain food allergies, Joe's offers gluten-free. Joe's has delivery, and they're great for fundraisers. And the Clemson location caters with two locations in Seneca and Clemson. Joe's New York Pizza. You might think Dad wants a tie or a new driver for Father's Day, but what Dad really wants is something from the chopping block. Put a huge smile on his face with the USDA Prime Steak, two-inch thick smoked bone-in pork chops, 
or a mouth-watering rack of ribs, fresh salmon, or jumbo golf shrimp. Bruce at the Chopping Block puts huge smiles on his customers' faces. Only the best. USDA Prime from the Chopping Block for Father's Day. The Chopping Block. Highway 81 in Powdersville, just south of 153. Middays means three great hours of sports talk on the Roy Philpot Show. You know, only somebody with perfect comedic timing could produce this much energy in one shot. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Second hour continues. Back at 105.5 The Roar. Ben Milstead, Roy Philpott, 654-7627. Our phone number, Daniel Shirley, joining us in about 10 minutes from now. We're brought to you by our good friends at Palmetto Paints, now open for business. Over there right off of South Batesville Road at Thornblade Commons. And right now they want you to allow them to put their 32 years of experience to work for you. It doesn't matter whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer. Palmetto Paints has the advice and products to master any painting project. Maybe you need accessories or that perfect custom color match. Palmetto Paints can recommend the right tools and match your colors perfectly every single time. Featuring quality paints from Porter or Pittsburgh, or you want that textured look with CC Caldwell's chalk and clay paints, they've got them. Check out their room full of paint promotions. Buy two gallons of wall paint, one gallon of trim, get a free gallon of ceiling paint. Make any room come alive with this great special paint professionally with our good friends at Palmetto Paints. Call them today for more info, 469-7358, 469-7358. We're stopped by and see them at Thorblaine Commons, right across from Zaxby's on South Batesville Road. That's 802A South Batesville Road at Thornblade Commons. Go by and see our good friends at Palmetto Paints. Text line, a lot of people downplay the notion that Tebow has experienced adversity. I would think that he has, but I want to move away from that. Maybe we'll talk about it coming up in our third hour. I want to get back to this list because this is a fun topic, and I like fun topics on a day like today. I do, too. Um, the text line, someone on the text line had this name, and it was one that came to my mind, too. It's curious if Stanford's David Shaw is on the list. He is not. And I wouldn't think that he would be there. I've told you my David Shaw story, and I'm not going to rehash it on air. Uh-huh. He is a nice dude, but I don't know that he's a guy you want to go have a beer with or that is cool necessarily. Even though I think that he is, I, I don't think the perception is that he is that way. He's kind of a calm dude, right? You know, I what we're talking about here, uh, the AP came out with this, a pick six, college football fan base is most cool with their coach. We have translated this into who would you like to go grab a beer with at some point or, mm-hmm. you know, something along those lines. So... We're, we're kind of speculating, and actually he is part of this. I didn't know. So here's David Shaw. I wouldn't put him on here, but yes, he is on this list. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. He is. He, he's like number two on this list. They say about David Shaw, the Cardinal fan base is not big relative to that of other college football power programs. But there's the point. Under David Shaw, Stanford has been a national power. Only Alabama and Clemson have won more games than the Cardinal over the last six years. Interesting. I did not know that. Stanford has won three Pac-12 championships under David Shaw. I did not know that. Plus, Shaw routinely bats down NFL rumors so emphatically that Stanford supporters don't have to get caught up in a coaching carousel. 
Pop open another bottle of white wine and enjoy the ride, Cardinal fans. <laughs> that, that sums yeah. it up right there. I was going to go scotch. Uh, wow. Wow. So I I guess so. You know, Dabo and David are pretty good friends. They're yeah. pretty tight. You know that, right? I do, but yet on the on the surface, it appears like they are totally different types of personalities. Yes, I, I, Shaw is more subdued. Yeah, isn't he? I mean, that's. I think that's why so many people view him as an NFL coach, right? Because he doesn't get rattled. If they lose, he's not going to freak out. If they win, he's not going to freak out. He shows no emotion. He's a statue. He doesn't know how to smile. Is that's what we look for in NFL coaches? Apparently, right. I, I'm going to give you. I the like story. David Shaw though. I'm, like- I'm going to give you the story again, just because okay. I'm going to give you again. I, oh yeah, we have new listeners every day. All right, so I'm in the Atlanta airport. I'm flying to New Orleans for a basketball game. There's a guy walking around, and I, I I'm looking at him like I know I know who you are, but I can't I can't figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I I got a coach ticket because I typically fly coach, despite what you try to push out there with your. Nasty agendas. You're, you're a lot like Tim Tebow. You could afford more, but you try to. You choose to stay humble, no. sit back with the common folk. If I'm on Delta, a lot of times they do give me an upgrade. But no, I, I never buy a first-class ticket. It's not like that. Anyways. Mr. Philpot, your seat's ready. Oh, I love hearing that. They come and grab you back there. I'm so, right here. So here I am. Do, do, you, do you upgrade just so you can do priority boarding so that everybody else looks at you and goes, oh, he gets to go on first. No, I mean I board for if I'm on Delta, I'm on the plane before anybody else. Yes. And that no, I do I, I do like that. There's a sense of satisfaction in knowing I don't have to wait around forever. I'm better than you. God, shut it's your the mouth. Translation See, no, error. it's not. Yes. No, it's not. I'm better than you. I'm in the Atlanta airport. I'm flying to New Orleans. It's the end of January. Okay. This guy's walking around the 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 gate, and I, I can't tell who he is, but I know that he's somebody. Benny's dressed in all black. He's dressed in all black. And I, I just kind of stare him down. I'm like, who is this person? And I can't figure it out. I get on the plane. And I'm like row 15. Got to be careful. And some of those flights are row 15. There's no window there. That's when I freak out. I got to sit next to the window. Otherwise, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to freak out. I sit down in my seat. And uh, nobody sits in the middle seat, which is a plus, right? You like having that extra space. And then the same guy that I spot in the terminal mm-hmm. ends up sitting on the aisle seat. Right beside you. Right. I mean, there's a seat in between us, but he's on right, my right, row. Right. We're the only people there. And he's got his iPad out and he's, he's playing these, uh, these, these games where that, that are designed to keep your brain active. You know what I'm talking about? I'm like, oh, so this guy's pretty smart. I'm like, who is this? Uh-huh. So I look at him and I'm thinking to myself, this could be Derek Fisher. Yeah, played for I the can Lakers, see that. right? Played for the Lakers. There's a resemblance there. Yeah. This this could be Derek Fisher. So on my phone, I put the Google images. I'm like, Derek Fisher, Derek Fisher. I'm like, <laughs> maybe. But I was like, no, I this isn't Derek Fisher. And I kind of look and I'm looking for any kind of logos or anything. There's no logos. He's not wearing any logos. And finally I'm like, this could be David Shaw. And so I pull up the Google image, and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm about 80% sure. And so I'm just kind of hanging out, and I'm, I'm starting to get nervous because I, I need to know. And I don't want to distract this guy, but I just, I, I want to know. I got to know. And I'm normally, if I see somebody famous, I really don't approach, and I don't care to approach. But this guy's sitting right next to me. We're getting ready to fly two hours down to New Orleans. I, I need to know who he is. I look at him, and I said, you're David Shaw. And he said, I am. 
I said, I'm Roy Philpott, work for ESPN, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Blah. And so we, we just started talking. And I said, why are you flying in coach as the head coach at Stanford? He goes, I like to keep a low profile. That's, that's incredible. And I said, how come you're not wearing any Stanford logos? He goes, I, I, I like to keep a low profile. Oh, and so he's a very humble individual. I told him about my background here at Clemson. He mentioned that, you know, his affinity for Dabo and how they had already at that point uh, talked a lot and exchanged ideas quite often. And, and Dabo, I think, had talked with him about the drones that they were using. And so they, you know, met a lot about that. And I think there was also some conversations about the virtual reality teaching that they do in football. And so there were some things on that. And I said, what, what are you doing in Atlanta? Why are you flying to New Orleans? He had been in South Carolina, ironically, and had just flown in, I guess, from either Greenville or Columbia, where he was recruiting. And the player that he was recruiting in South Carolina was uh, the Arcega Whiteside guy over at Dorman, who huh. caught a couple of huge passes for Stanford last year. And, uh, and he was flying to New Orleans to do some more recruiting. But one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my entire life, and him and Dabo are as thick as thieves, as best as I can tell. But he's so humble by nature. He doesn't need to walk around or fly in first class and do all these things. He's back there with the common folk. Row 15, ATL to New Orleans. Not a big deal. No Stanford gear on and just doing his thing. Yeah. And it turns out he's won three Pac-12 championships. The only programs that have won more in the last six years are Bama and Clemson. And so we were talking. He's like, what do you want to do? I was like, oh, you know, I love calling games. That's my goal. That's what I want. And uh, he's like, well, I'm sure you're going to do it. And I said, and, and, and maybe one day I'm calling the Super Bowl in a game that you win as a head coach. And he just kind of chuckled. But he was a cool cat. Real cool guy. David Shaw on this list, number two. I'd like to hang out with David Shaw. I think yeah, I would I, too. He's a good guy. I would too. Um, another came to mind. You ready for another one? I want to save it until after we get to Daniel Shirley because I want to get him on okay. right now. So let's do that. All right. And we'll continue this list after our conversation with D. Shizzle, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. He joins us coming up next. We're going to talk some offseason college football with him. Maybe we'll broach the topic of this list as well. Some Atlanta Braves and a lot more. Daniel Shirley in five minutes. Stay tuned. Talking security with Clemson baseball coach Monty Lee. For a coach, winning is job security. For you, security is Blue Ridge Security Solutions for your home and business. Your options are enormous. Video surveillance, all sorts of home automation and lighting features, even a feature that automatically arms the system where you forget to. And my favorite, the video doorbell. My family loves the high level of service we get from Blue Ridge Security Solutions. Yours will too. BlueRidgeSecuritySolutions.com. Serious security. Hit a home run with Founders Federal Credit Union. Now open in Tigertown, Founders Clemson location is located on Highway 93 next to Walmart Neighborhood Market. We also have four on-campus ATMs, three of which accept cash and check deposits. Visit RelaxJoinFounders.com to see if you qualify for membership. Relax. Go Tigers. Founders Federal Credit Union, located on Highway 93 in Clemson. Founders Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. It happens every time. When a hailstorm hits, there's an increase of people who want to take your money for roof repairs. Problem is, many of them are just trying to take advantage of you and don't really know what they're doing. Gillstrap Roofing has been around for decades. Trust Gillstrap Roofing to handle the repairs and deal with the insurance. Just because someone knocks on your door with a card that says they're a roofer doesn't mean they'll do quality work at a reasonable price. 
Call Gilstrap Roofing, 269-1232. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com score. That's ZipRecruiter.com score. For your free trial, ZipRecruiter.com score. It's the Direct Tools Father's Day weekend event. Treat Dad to the gift of power tools, outdoor power equipment, and so much more. Enjoy 30% off through the 18th and stop by Friday for a live remote with Walt Deptula's Road Rage from 3 until 7 on Friday the 16th. On Saturday, we'll be tailgating in the parking lot with refreshments and our Father's Day weekend party from 10 until 4. Get great savings for Dad at Direct Tools behind Chick-fil-A on Woodruff Road. This Father's Day, get Dad something he'll really love with a great gift from Boot Barn. Our huge selection of Western handwork boots and clothing makes it easy to find the perfect gift. Thank Dad with traditional or exotic boots from Cody James that are as classy as he is. Or show him you admire his strength and hard work with tough boots and clothing for the job site. Stop by Boot Barn for top picks for Dad this Father's Day. Boot Barn, Western and Work. Worry less with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual saved me almost $800 when I switched my home and auto insurance. Liberty did what? Yeah, I got the perfect coverage for us. And I didn't have to worry about skimping on MS Party. Oh, well, that explains the... Best birthday ever! Visit us online to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide survey of new customers, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. Midday means three great hours of sports talk. It's the Roy Philpot Show on 105.5 The Roar. And now back to Roy and Ben. Wednesday afternoon. Hanging out with Ben Milstead, Roy Philpot. We're going to take you straight to our guest lines. Welcome in. Well, he's been one of our favorite guests. Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph, in the middle of his vacation, he decides to join us today. We can't thank you enough, my friend. Wait, are, are you anywhere? Are you at home right now? Just trying to get away from the newspaper business for two seconds. Well, I just left our show, so I'm not on vacation from our show. I still got to do the show. Oh. We had I had a big fat plate of ribs after we did the show, so I'm I'm go, I'm just about to take an adult nap, which is. Which is, there's nothing better than that, right? An adult nap is very good, especially in mid-June as we gear up towards the start of the college football season. And, uh, you know, so many different things to talk about. You and I have gone down the road of Georgia and Georgia Tech and expectations. As you guys are gearing up to get ready for the coming season, What right now, what's on the D-shizzle agenda? Let's start there. 
Well, I, you know, I think the thing with me for Georgia and just kind of getting ready for football season is seeing what kind of improvements they make. I, you know, I, I hope that that there's going to be that faction of fans that if they don't take a step forward, they're going to say, well, Mark Rick won nine games this last year, and Mark Rick did this, and Mark Rick did that, and he got fired. And why hasn't Kirby progressed us in two years? I, I think if you look and see, you know, they only had one person at the NFL scouting combine. They only had one player drafted. And they had a couple other players signed free agency. You can look and see there was kind of a, a hole in some, some talent there. So uh, that's what I'm going to be interested to see is how Georgia fans react if they lose a game. Let's say they struggle out of the gate at, against that state. Maybe they just win that game or if they lose it. Um, if they lose that Notre Dame, I mean, you know, just what's going to be the reaction from Georgia fans? I, that's what I've been trying to gauge this summer. I've been talking to people. How are they going to react? What's going to be the, 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 you know, just the reception about this team? And that, that to me is right now, Roy, Roy in our state is kind of, from what I've heard, is all over the map. I mean, there's people who, oh, he needs time. It's going to take time. They understand that there are some recruiting holes left from the previous staff. And then there are other people who, don't want to listen to that stuff. They don't want to hear that stuff. They say, hey, he was hired to come in here and make us a national championship contender, and he needs to get it done pretty quickly. And that, is, that really interests me to see that, that all of those – that these people who are all Georgia fans can have different ideas about what's going to be the expectations for this season going into this year. Are, are you worried about the Appalachian State game as Georgia opens up its season this year, second season under Kirby Smart, of course. But is that game potentially problematic for the dogs? Well, I – we were kind of talking about it on our show this morning because Jason Butt, our, our UGA writer, did a, a piece ranking the, the the opponents this year for Georgia, and it's, it's at Macon.com right now, and you can look at it. And he had Appalachian State 11th, and I kind of thought it was low, but, I mean, that's what those lists are about is to debate stuff and try to talk these things through. And I told Russ Brown, my co-host, if I'm Kirby Smart and I see somebody loafing, through the spring and now you know if i hear of anybody loafing through the summer and as we get back into camp i'm walking up in their ear and i'm just whispering nickel state just remember that nickel state game last year just that's all i'm gonna say i'm just gonna say nickel state and walk off and see how they react because georgia overlooked the nickel state game and they almost got beat by by a really bad fcs program so but and that said i think Appalachian state's really good I, I'm, you know, I'm a little biased because Bobby Lamb's the coach here, and I know Taylor a little bit. I actually did a, just did a story on on Allison, Bobby's wife, this past weekend about being a, a you know, a coach's wife and a player's mom and how she juggles all that stuff. And I think Taylor is going to be really, really good this year, and I think they're going to have a dangerous team. And I think that's a dangerous game for Georgia. I don't know if worried is the right word, but I, if they're not focused and they're not ready, they can lose that game. Talking with Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. All right, so another impossible question, and this one I think exponentially more so. The second game at Notre Dame. I mean, who's the more talented team between Georgia and the Fighting Irish? And I'll just let you just I, run with it because I, I have no idea. I'm not smart enough to tell you. Well, you know, look, Georgia's – I mean, Notre Dame was, what, 4-8 and eight last year. They lost a bunch of close games. They've lost their lost their top two quarterbacks. So we don't, you know, we'll see who's going to play quarterback for them. I'm not deep enough into Notre Dame's depth chart to to tell you who's going to be their starting quarterback. But man, that's a tough one because you would think automatically you're talking about Notre Dame, and it should be Notre Dame. But how often have they been Notre Dame with a capital N D the last ten years? It's not not very often. So 
Um, I, I, you know, I think Georgia probably has the best player on the field in Trent Thompson. That's what I would think. But there's, you know, there's got to be 11 other guys on, or 10 other guys on the field with him, and there's 11 other guys on the offense. And I, I think Georgia has, you know, I, I, that's a tough one, Roy. I, I don't know because <laughs> no, I mean, I'm trying to talk myself into saying Georgia, but I can't do it because I just said Georgia's got holes in their recruiting and holes in their in their roster, and their offensive line is going to be terrible. So if they don't, I'll, I'll lean towards Georgia, but I'll say 51% over 49% for Notre Dame. I'm not all in with saying Georgia's the more talented team. I think that's an impossible question to answer, and I, I think it would be fun to listen to your, your show down in Macon if you pose that to the listeners, and I guess it would be a Georgia slant, so a lot of dog fans would call in and say, no, it would be us, but in reality, <laughs> I, I don't know how anybody – with any sort of college football sense, make sense of what that game potentially could be. Well, you saw the way I just danced around it for the last right. three minutes. Right, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not bringing that up on my show. I promise <laughs> uh, Moving on from Georgia, and I, I want to ask you a very simple question from the Clemson side of the equation. As we define expectations for the Tigers as defending national champions, a successful season in 2017 equates to what here? Um, I would say 10 wins. I, I really do. I mean, look, I think the defense is going to be really good. And, I, and I've told my son this, and it's hard for me even to say this after watching the William Perry, William Devane defensive line and the Michael Dean Perry defensive line and, you know, Brinson Buckner and, uh, you know, Chester McLaughlin defensive lines, and even the defensive lines the last couple of years, I think this could be the best defensive line Clemson's ever had when you look at the talent. of. And I know you're, you're losing Jurgen Hurts and Pagano transferring out Hurts, but just the, the sheer talent of, of Big Dex and Christian Wilkins and those guys and Austin Bryant and, I mean, just the, you know, just the talent on that defensive line up front is going to be really, really good. So, you can probably win four or five games just playing really good defense and getting by with your offense, and maybe even more than that, really, when you look at the schedule. So I, I think they can win ten games. Boy, I don't think they're out of the – I don't think Florida State's a slam dunk to win the division. I, you know, I know a lot of people are saying Florida State, it's their division, it's their conference this year. Uh, if you say that, I'd say watch out for Virginia Tech on the other side too. But I, I, don't, I would not be surprised if there's a rematch – of the ACC championship game that we had last year in Orlando. What do you, really okay, so what do you think the media is going to tell us in about a month at the ACC football kickoff between Clemson and Florida State? Who do you think they're going to pick? I, I mean, you can tell it's mid-June. We're asking what we think the media is going to do, but I think it's yeah. interesting. What do, you, what do you think the media, who will they side with between the Tigers and Knowles? I think it'll definitely be Florida State. I mean, look, look. I mean, let's be honest. You lose Deshaun Watson and Mike Williams and Wayne Gallman and and all the guys that Clemson lost, Jordan Leggett, all these guys, just human nature is to say you have to take a step back. I mean, you lose one the best player Clemson's ever had probably. You would say he's in the top five ACC players ever. And you lose him, you're going to take a step back. That's just human nature. But you also have to realize how good Clemson has recruited the last few years. Look at, you know, look, all these guys who are leaving. Mike Williams, well, you got Deion Kane. All right, Wayne Gallman, you got Tavian Feaster, you know Deshaun and Jordan Leggett. There's there you have to you have to find those answers. Then Bowler, you've got guys behind him, 
who you think can do the job, although, you know, he meant so much to that team with his smarts and how he played the game and how tough he was. That's going to be tough to replace, but you've got good players coming up behind him. So, you know, I, I think it'll be Florida State just by human nature. But if you tell me that Clemson wins the ACC, wins their division, and they're playing Virginia Tech in December for the championship, I won't be surprised by that because I know how good that defense is. I think the offensive line is going to be pretty good. There's good weapons, even though it's, you know some of the better ones left. There are good weapons still there, and then you just find that trigger person to get the ball to those guys, and I think you'll be okay. And, and that's why I think you know people will lean towards Florida State, and it probably will be clearly Florida State in the, in the media poll coming up in, the, in, what, three or four weeks. But I don't think – I don't – I would not hand this division to Florida State and say it's just yours. I, I had a friend of mine, I was having this discussion with him, and he's a big Florida State fan, and he was really down on this team this year. He's really worried about the Florida State team. And, you know, the problem – he said they've got some problems on their offensive line. They've got some issues on their defense that they've got to get figured out. And he's saying there's no – and he even agreed with me. He said there's no, it's not a slam dunk that Florida State's going to win the division. Very interesting. You kind of stumbled on something there quickly. You mentioned Watson as one of the top five players you know, at Clemson or maybe one of the top five players in the history of the ACC. I mean, just statistically, with what Clemson accomplished in his final two seasons, playing in the national championship game, winning a national championship the next year against the very same team in Big Bad Bama, and then the numbers that he put up. I mean, could you not make a real argument that he's the best player the ACC's ever produced. Now, I don't know what he's going to do in the NFL, but just based off the fact that he was the quarterback and he got a Clemson to two national championship games, how many other quarterbacks have done that in this conference? How many other players have done that? I mean, maybe Lawrence Taylor was more talented as a pass rusher coming out of North Carolina. Charlie Ward won the Heisman Trophy at Florida State, and they ended up winning a national championship as well. Lamar Jackson just won the Heisman this past year, but... Can anybody say they got their team to the national championship game twice and then, you know, and you won one in the process? No, I, I mean, I, I said top five. I would put him right at the top, to be honest, with, with the, the other two that you mentioned there with Charlie Ward and, and Lawrence Taylor. And I think Lawrence Taylor, look, he was a good college player and probably was a great college player, but you probably look back on him more now and, you, and you're colored by what he did in the pros to say just – how great he was because he was unbelievable in the pros. So I, I would definitely say those would be the top three. And if you want to rank them however you want to rank them, that's fine. Look, when I saw Charlie Ward play uh, in Clemson that first night game that they played at Clemson and he led them down the field at the end to win that game, and I saw him play some other games in person too, I thought he was the best college player I had seen for a long, long time, in my lifetime up to that point. And that was, you know, 20 years ago, 20 whatever, 22 years ago, whatever it was. So it's hard for me to say, you know, that Deshaun's not better than him because you're right, because of what Deshaun did. I don't remember Lawrence Taylor seeing him in person. I know I did because I went to those games. I was 10 years old, so I didn't really know enough to know who I was watching. But if you tell me those are the top three players in the history of the ACC, I don't think you're going to get any arguments with anybody and, and a lot of people would put Deshaun right at the top of that list for what he was able to accomplish. All right, final question for you. We asked this of Georgia and Clemson. We'll ask it as well of Georgia Tech. we got some Tech fans listening. You guys cover the Yellow Jackets. Uh, a successful season, college football for Georgia Tech this fall. 
I, I, I would think would include a Coastal Division championship. Is that a good place to start for Paul Johnson? Yeah, I think right in the mix, to be honest. I think Virginia, again, I think Virginia Tech's going to be favored. I know they got to find a new quarterback, but I love what that coaching staff is doing with that program, and I think you're going to see them be kind of Virginia Tech again in the next couple of years with, with what they've been able to do. But I love, I, I like this Georgia Tech team. Again, Georgia Tech's got to find a new quarterback. Justin Thomas is gone, but they've got some guys. I think their defense is going to be really good, especially the secondary. Really, Justin Thomas and, and Freddie Burton and center are the only kind of real weapons on offense who are gone. So you find the right trigger guy, you find, and you've got the pieces around him. The defense, I think, is going to be pretty good. And to be right in that mix with the Coastal Division, I think that really is what Georgia Tech's kind of goal for each season, for a successful season, should be that, to be in the mix for the Coastal and I think they'll be right there this year. So, in your mind, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, maybe the two favorites in that division, plus a little Miami sprinkled in. Yeah, I think a lot of people are jumping into Miami and buying into Miami, and I'm not as sold on Miami yet. I, I got to see it. I, you know, I know Mark's a good coach. I like what he's doing in recruiting, but I, I got to see them take that next step before people can really believe they're Miami. Um, and and I like what Georgia Tech is, and I really like what Virginia Tech is, but I. I I, yeah, Miami would probably be third for me and then probably North Carolina, and then you just kind of go from there. Good stuff. What's coming up at the Telegraph? I know you're off this week, but uh, I imagine the tabs will, will start being worked on very soon as you guys preview the upcoming season. Yeah, getting ready for the football season. We're doing we're doing lists. I mean, we you know, people are big on lists this time of year, so we've got lists of all the ACC and SEC and the state schools and the high schools, all that's going up on Macon.com, and I'll be tweeting that out throughout the, uh, throughout the summer. Good stuff, my friend. We appreciate it as always, Daniel. Thank you. You bet. Thanks, Doug. Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph, dropping some knowledge, and as always, we appreciate his perspective. I love having him on because he, I, you know, I, I don't know that he's breaking the bank with bold predictions that either do or don't come true, but he's just a solid dude that's got knowledge and it has uh, several decades of experience covering college sports and is very much in tune with what is happening here in Clemson and obviously down in Georgia, which I think is where the majority of this market is, is kind of focused on. I've always loved having him on. Dan, Daniel surely does a great job. You like, you like D shizzle back there. I, I do Daniel from, from the area, but Macon's an interesting, I would imagine anyway, Macon's an interesting area because you've got ACC schools around you, SEC schools around you, covering a little bit of everything uh, in the Macon area. So a little different perspective, too, to talk to somebody outside of this immediate market, um, you know, kind of see what they're thinking. Great talent in terms of high school football in that area. Warner Robins on down to South Georgia where you can extract a ton of elite talent for your particular high school or your particular college football team of choice. All right, Hour 3 coming up. Mark Dofer is going to join us in about 30 minutes. We're going to talk about the U.S. Open. We're going to get back to this college football list, the coaches that are most cool right now with their fan bases, including some Dabo talk. That's coming up and a lot more. Stay tuned. Broadcasting from the Blue Ridge Security Studios, keeping our home plate safe. We are WCCP. Clemson Greenville. 105.5. The Roar. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. 
Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. Jacob Thompson, a U.S. Marine who just returned from combat to a civilian world. The brotherhood was gone. Nobody cared whether or not I went to work or not. Nobody, nobody was worried about it. It was just, it was basically all on me. Upstate Warrior Solution provides a bridge to civilian life for warriors and their families. Help us to help them. Donate or volunteer at upstatewarriorsolution.org. You've been in business almost 100 years. You've been doing something right. Since 1917, the key to Harbin Lumber's success has rested on its hardworking employees, people just like you, providing top lumber, building supplies, and contract services. You can be confident in customer service and support you can trust for your project, whether construction or large remodeling jobs. Call 353-5053. Find us on Facebook or online at harbinlumber.com. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise, a little pick-me-up. You want to deliver those smiles, but who has the time? School, work, and more. Try Urban Nirvana's online gift certificate. Buy and print it right from your own computer. A great way to treat your wife for making all those tailgate preparations. Your college student for all the hard work. Or mom, just because. Online purchase and print from your computer. Only at urbannirvana.com. Have you been in search for that perfect job opportunity? Well, look no further because Carolina Heating Service is currently looking for individuals to expand their team. Locally owned and operated for over 35 years, we specialize in generators, electrical services, residential light, commercial HVAC sales, service and installation, as well as geothermal systems. Top professional opportunities available anywhere from electricians, installers, service technicians, management, and customer service reps. Worried about benefits? Carolina Heating Service has you covered. Enjoy paid holidays and vacation days, a 401k, training programs, major insurance and full-time year-round stable work, as well as overtime opportunity. Basic qualifications include a drug test, background check and physical, as well as a valid driver's license. Other qualifications are subject to position applying for. The search could be over for you soon. Make that career leap. Apply now at carolinaheating.com and join our award-winning team. Tools Father's Day weekend event. Treat Dad to the gift of power tools, outdoor power equipment, and so much more. Enjoy 30% off through the 18th and stop by Friday for a live remote with Walt Deptula's Road Rage from 3 until 7 on Friday the 16th. On Saturday, we'll be tailgating in the parking lot with refreshments and our Father's Day weekend party from 10 until 4. Get great savings for Dad at Direct Tools behind Chick-fil-A on Woodruff Road. Have you tried the Oreo chocolate candy bar? It has delicious bits of Oreo cookie mixed in cream filling and coated in European Milka chocolate candy. And now they want your ideas for what to create next. Submit your Oreo creation ideas using hashtag MyOreoCreation, then hashtag contest on Instagram and Twitter for the chance to win a grand prize of a $500,000 check. No purchase necessary. Residents of 50 USDC Puerto Rico, 18 and older. Enter contest by 11.59 p.m. ET on 7.14.17. Void where prohibited. For all details, visit MyOreoCreationContest.com. Roy 
Phil Pot on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. <laughs>